North-South Connection, back once again for another splendiferous, fantastic, wonderful, late night, early morning episode of Viewer's Choice. I am Tim, joined as always with uh, my good, close, personal friend, Marcus. Marcus, aside from tired, how are you? <laughs> and aside from crown jewel, always. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I'm riding the wrestling high. Um, you know, just pro wrestling done really well. Makes me very happy. You know, you're, you're using that word pro wrestling and that's, that's a, that's a verbiage that, uh, AEW has kind of cornered the market on as of late. And by the looks of what we just witnessed at the Target Center in Minneapolis for full gear 2021, uh, I cannot say that they are wrong um if it is your first time here listening to viewers choice what we do here is we interpret the card as if you did not watch we're going to give you your must watches your must misses and give you your mvp of the night um of course we're assuming that most people have already watched this but giving the uh the cliff's notes version the highline items of the night. So, um, as a recap of everything that took place, uh, spoiler alert for those who are listening along, uh, Darby Allen loses to MJF via a side headlock, as promised. Uh, we've got the Lucha Brothers defending their AEW tag team titles against FTR. Uh, Brian Danielson wins the AEW uh, World Title Eliminator Tournament Final. Christian Cage and the Jungle Exp- or Jurassic Express rather uh, defeat the Super Click in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, the American Nightmare Cody and the Bastard Pack defeat uh, Malachi Black and Andrade in a tag team match. Britt Baker DMD. Uh, retains versus Ty Conti. CM Punk defeats Eddie Kingston in a very, very hard-fought match. The Inner Circle reigns supreme over the Men of the Year and American Top Team. And, by God, a year in the making, two years in the making, the hangman, Adam Page, finally climbs the top of the mountain and with uh, two buckshot lariats and a nod from Matt Jackson himself, The Hangman Adam Page is your new AEW World's Heavyweight Champion, Uh, Marcus. Just off the top, off the top of your mind, first things first. What is your, what is one of your must-see moments matches from this these festivities? I mean, let's start with the end, Um, and this is a conversation that we had earlier today, which is. Um, allowing ourselves to be deprogrammed. We have been so used to the WWE way of doing things, right or wrong. It's just their way of doing things, and it's been very successful for them uh, over the last 20, 30 years. Uh, So we've become accustomed to certain card structure, uh, certain moments happening only to be taken away and undone. Um, we've expected bags to be fumbled. Um, 
and we've expected bags to uh, be caught. Uh, but AEW is rewriting the rules and showing that there is more than one way to do things. Uh, so for me, the moment that really stands out, yeah, there was a lot of juice left in this Kenny Omega run. Um, I don't think necessarily that it was the time to take the title off of him, but it was the time to make Hangman Adam Page the AEW World Champion. Without question. And that is what took precedent. And just speaking frankly, given the last 20 or so years, that's not something that we would have gotten um, with the only other option we had for a long time. So I'm very pleased. Um, it makes things more interesting head into Dynamite. We know that Brian Danielson won the Eliminated Tournament, so we know he's next up for a shot. But when that is, where it is, um, Kenny Omega possibly getting a rematch. Like, There's just a lot more questions heading into Wednesday. So for me, the moment of the night um, and my first must-see goes to the main event. Yeah, I mean, I know that when AEW first came into existence and the very first uh, Double or Nothing, um, when Adam Page was in line for the inaugural AEW World Championship, uh, there was definitely a camp, and I was in it, where, okay, new young upstart promotion needs a young upstart champion. Brand new, brand new, new. And Adam Page took a back seat to took a back seat to Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. and then Adam Page took a back seat to John Moxley, and then Adam Page took a back seat to Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and third time's the charm. And by the way, these back seats are almost all a year, <laughs> like, right? This is just a back seat drive around the uh, the corner, like these substantial back seats. Yes, I mean to to put it into perspective. Um, and this is something that I don't think they really mentioned on commentary, but uh, last year at Full Gear, it was Kenny Omega who defeated Hangman Adam Page in the finals of the World Title Eliminator Tournament that saw Kenny Omega win and go on to defeat Jan Moxley uh, for said title, which led us to this title run that he has been on now. So, it, it's been uh, more than a year in the making, because even before then, they were the tag team champions. They beat the Young Bucks, and then they lost to FTR. Um, I'm very personally happy for Hangman Adam Page. Uh, he's definitely one of the bright spots for me in AEW. Um, I cannot say anything negative, even like... Even the post-match celebration with the Dark Order, um, bring a tear to a glass eye, for sure. But um, you can't go wrong with the the Hangman. And, and the match itself, even if you take the history away from it, your traditional, prototypical, very great world title main event. Not overbooked, not uh, overdone. Mm-hmm. You know, it hits the beats, and you get a clean finish. Yeah. Um, so, kudos to that. You know, you could have, with with 27 people in the Dark Order and all the members of the Elite, you could have had a, a just a uh, 
Uh, a million ways out. Right. And they took the path of least resistance, and they they are riding off into the sunset with the hangman. So. If you're if you're going to crown a new champion, crown him. That's right. Don't uh, don't pussyfoot around. Yeah, and you know, he wins clean the middle with his move. Um, no doubt about it. Awesome to see. And I think the other important note, um, AEW has been uh, cr- criticized by some, pointed out by others about bringing Brian Danielson, bringing CM Punk, bringing Adam Cole, bringing Christian Cage, bringing in Tall Paul. Uh, the names keep coming of who all has been added to AEW in the last year. Uh, let's even talk about the person who was added tonight, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is another name that's going to uh, join those rankings. So um, with all those names that have been brought in, uh, main event names and you know in their time, uh, current, or, um, present, or past, AEW's world champion is a quote-unquote homegrown talent. Um, with your first pay-per-view with Brian Danielson and with CM Punk, um, you know, both there. In featured singles matches. Right. This card, while it was ten matches, the singles matches themselves, very scarce. Mm -hmm. You know, you had your world title eliminator, which... I mean, I'm gonna ra- I'm gonna run through a lot of my must sees right now, just explaining everything. The world title eliminator between Daniel Daniel Bryan Danielson and uh, Miro is heavy and hard hitting, of a heavyweight bruising style match that you could possibly have. You know, WWE likes to be the land of the sports entertainers, but these two guys went out and wrestled for like 20 minutes and just beat the dog out of each other, and it was absolutely beautifully ugly. In all the right ways, must see. Go out of your way. I mean, it's kind of a cop out to say go watch the Brian Danielson match, but go watch the Brian Danielson match. It's impressive to say that right now, I would say Brian Danielson is the best he has ever been, and he has been excellent for the better part of a decade plus. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, mm. while shorter than. A lot of the other singles matches on the card. Yeah, probably. shortest match of the night, I believe. Shortest match of the night, shortest singles match of the night, obviously. Um, that match also delivered in a very ugly, real, gritty fight style. Mm-hmm. It's, you can tell, like, I don't want to use the phrase play wrestling and real wrestling, but, like, there is a definite divide between, like, some of the matches you see <laughs> and some of the other matches you see. Danielson and Miro stuck each other. Punk and or Punk and Kingston stuck each other. Um, and then, of course, the main event in question. The only other singles match on the card um, I, it was MJF and Darby Allen, mm-hmm. and even that is must see. Yeah, uh, probably the best MJF has looked in a singles outing in AEW. Uh, it's his best showing all year. I'd say period. Yeah. In AEW. Yeah. Um, um, and then of course Darby Allen like running away with being like the the coldest babyface that's in the entire place. Like this guy, Dar- Darby Allen, just he is here for a fun time, but not a long time. Like he just he uses his body as a weapon. Like 
he is modern day Sabu with the amount of bad intent that he uses his body for the 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 suicide dive to the outside that was, that was vicious driving his shoulder into the solar plexus of MJF the coffin attempted drop. coffin drop yeah. on the apron the coffin drop to the floor um the and back, then the power bomb to the knee. knee yeah that was vicious and then of course like MJF went for the fences with that punch with the dynamite diamond ring yeah it made it look good rocked him make and it, then make it good make it good kid so um, now unfortunately with all must see things there are must miss and going into this I, I thought this top to bottom was going to be one of the best cards um, probably card of the year um, but unfortunately for me um, the tag team match with Cody Pack, yep. Yep. Malachi Black, so much talent that under delivered, and I don't know if it was because this match was rushed to get on the card, or the fact that I think that the fruit has soured on the vine of Cody Rhodes, and that no matter who else you put alongside that picture, the fans are kind of jaded and. Cody's gotta go away. It's just too many stories going on mm-hmm. with this match. Um, Cody's whole kind of, I guess, I don't know, inner conflict, but like his presentation where he's kind of like amping up the uh, I guess smugness a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least it seems to be amplified or paid attention to more. But he's not shying away from that, a la John Cena. I'm right. not going to stop being myself. Um, but you also got him and uh, Pac, like, kind of the can they coexist um, tongue-in-cheek kind of thing going on. But you also got Pac, who is no saint. Um, so you're waiting for that shoe to drop. It was very weird because the team is almost like the anti-hero and the anti-villain. Yes. Where Pac is... The bad person who does right. And Cody is the good person doing wrong. Yeah. And it's there's shades of gray. But of course, I'm not going to say good guys and bad guys are heels and faces because that doesn't exist in 2021 wrestling, does it, Marcus? Uh, allegedly not. No. But like we haven't even touched on like Andrade and Mal Black. Because like, they are not, the they are not like, innocent. Like... Like, for as high-profile of people this is, I would have expected more out of, like, the most excited I got out of this match was seeing Arn Anderson pull out the Glock <laughs> and go after Jose. Oh, so good. Um, but that's it. It is, I get like, especially, like, good heels like Mal Black and Andrade are and can be, like... They're gonna take that step back to try to let the other like the stories play out, as opposed to getting their stuff in. And like I feel like that's what that's what happened. Um, but like it's just it was just too much going on, too many stories. Like pick a story and stick with it. Right. Um, too too many masters to serve. I felt like. Yeah, and then you follow that match up with oh. probably, and I hate to put it on this, but worst match of the night, Britt Baker and. 
Ty Conti. I mean, like, if we're going to be fair, we're going to be fair. It's being fair. Like, judging it. the only other match I would put that's even close to being is bad. And actually, you know, I'm, I'm more, I may be more inclined to give it to the Minnesota Street Fight just because the Street Fight itself. What Street Fight have you ever seen in the history of Street Fights that had tags and, like, wasn't a brawl? And it felt, it, it was the most WWE thing. Mm that AEW has ever done and that is coming off the heels of them doing a contract signing to close out a dynamite like yeah. there are buckets around ringside that have implements or tools made and originated in Minnesota yeah big big yuck yuck segment like yeah. lots of lots of laughing inside jokes and, and 20 minutes for what it was and it, it for felt- junior dos santos to do a Backflip on his head. It felt way longer. Uh, this whole thing should have got done in twelve. They could have sped like, it up. Yeah, like that. It needed needed to burn brighter, I think. Um, so yeah, like I, I put that in the must must miss bin. Um, but to go back to Britt Baker and Ty Conti, like it's not. I don't want to put blame on them. They did. A good job. Like, the issue I feel, though, is... And this is my personal opinion. It it could be a bit wrong or not wrong. And I'm I'm very open to, you know, having discourse and conversation about this at Not The Tool Man on Twitter. But I feel as though Britt Baker is made out to be the ace of the AEW women's division and is expected to lead Mm. these matches but is not quite at the point of being the leader. Still acquiring the tools. Still acquiring the tools. I equate her, the player comparison between her and another person on the roster is MJF. Mm. You wouldn't say MJF is ready to be the face of the men's division. Mm. There's a lot more to go. And MJF has these personal storylines that he carries and through each of the ones that he has. He gets a be- he gets a bit better. Look, case in point tonight. Best showing of the night. This is a momentum building moment for him. He can ride this into 2022. Mm-hmm. But Britt Baker, for better or for worse, she was put in a position to be the champion early due to whatever reason, whether you want to call it a a less than impressive start to the AEW women's division. Um, I mean, you had Hikaru Shida, who is an absolutely fantastic champion. Mm-hmm. But champion during the pandemic. Right. And she stayed here overseas, stayed here during that time and did her best. And um, at that time, Britt Baker catches fire, hot hand, go with it. But in doing so and making her the champion, they really haven't done her any favors since being champion with the people she's been in the ring with. Like, even her matchup with Ruby Soho, I didn't necessarily think 
was that good of a match. Because they, that was the one that like was kind of rushed, I think. Right. So like that wasn't that that wasn't given like the time, and like this one, I would say like the opposite problem. Like this one too had much. too much time. Like they, you, the the expression you made was they were on the highway, and they passed their exit like four, four times. times. Yeah. Like there is multiple ways to get off the interstate, and then it just recalculated. Like I thought that curbs, the curb stomp uh, onto the steps. Okay, that was I was. I thought that was the peak of the match. Yeah. Time time to take it home. Um, yeah, and like it's not that's not a criticism of the women's match solely. Like the tag match we just talked about, that got too much time. The six man probably got it. You could hack a couple minutes off of that. You could, it, um, but even then, like the six man itself was. The six man though was very good. Yeah. It just you know. I think a problem in the night was a lot of these matches. One, a couple minutes too long. Especially in the front half of the show. I mean... The first four matches took almost about an hour and a half. 22, 18 and a half, 20, 22. And then 16, 15, 11, 19. And then I don't, there's not a, an accurate time yet for the, the main event of the evening. Yeah, um, it's pay-per-view. And this is something that AEW does well. Is they give a lot of their matches a lot of time on pay-per-view. I totally with that but even a minute a couple minutes off here and there um sometimes can benefit a match better again like burn brighter instead of longer 25 35 for the main event actually just updated on on the the uh the trusted source of all wrestling news uh the wikipedia um is there anything else that's like must see must miss i feel like we've we've kind of nailed everything in a pretty little bow, encapsulated everything as well. So I think it's time to get into MVPs, unless there's something I'm missing. Um, I don't, I don't think so. We can get into it. Let's let's do let's do awards. Okay. So our MVP of the night. Um, I'm gonna go with the easy answer. All right. I'm gonna go with the Hangman Adam Page. Okay. He did the thing, did it well. Got to the top of the mountain, fantastic main event, put it to the best bout machine, the the true star of AEW at this moment, Kenny Omega, and um, is standing atop the mountain by himself with the Dark Order by his side. Um, I can't really say that there's anything, anything more or less deserving of top honors than, than that. Um, but there is cases to be made for others, and I'm I'm seeing the look in your eyes, and you uh, looking down. You're not looking. You're not looking me square in the eyes. Uh, I think you've got a different answer, and I think I know where you're going with this. My MVP for the evening uh, is not a man who came out victorious. He's a man who came out on the losing side of battle, but he's a man who got me to stand up for a good portion of his contest. He's a man that. <laughs> Had me rooting uh, like I was a child again. Um, Who's that? <laughs> um, I got to give it to the working Eddie Kingston. Yes. Uh, he's my MVP of the night. I thought uh, the intensity, the selling, the fire, just all the emotion that he brought and made you feel. Like how many different emotions did Eddie Kingston 
experience and also make me experience during that match. Um, just all over the place on, on the emotion chart. So uh, my pick's going to be king. Um, again, like, I think if you're looking at, like, actual definition of MVP, I think it goes to Eddie Kingston for all of, like, 2020, 2021. Keyword value on that. Like, the value that you got out of picking up a guy pushing his 40s, as he said in the, the Players' uh, Tribune article um, that's been on the road for 20-plus years. And the value that AEW has gotten out of him by just letting him do what he does best, and that's be a professional wrestler, it's incredible. Um, I can't imagine AEW without Eddie Kingston, and if I try to, like, <laughs> it kind of sucks. Um, because Eddie Kingston has that match on every card he's on, where every other match might be about spectacle athleticism um maybe even feeling good you're looking forward to a moment but when eddie kingston's out there oh snaps this might be for real without fail every single time um and tonight was no exception king does the little things better than anyone else in wrestling today um i can't i can't uh, debate you that King is, could very well be an MVP, the MVP for this. He's the MVP of um, you know most matches that he's in. You know, um, he's he has he has made the most of being on the losing end of things mm-hmm. for most of his AEW career. Yeah, the most he wins is when he's got John Moxley with him. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen a single match where Eddie Kingston has won, except for the match that he won in the Eliminator Tournament mm. to get to uh, Brian Danielson in the semifinals. Yeah, the wins, the solo wins don't stand out for King. Um, and that's probably a blessing and a curse um, because it probably causes him to lose more mm-hmm. because he knows how to present himself better after a loss. Um, but also, there's not a period of time where, like, Eddie Kingston's not really on my TV consistently because he can spin off so well. Um, so, yeah, just tons of love for King tonight. Thought he absolutely nailed it. Um, yeah, that was it was excellent. It was excellent. I mean, what say you guys? Uh, I've got my MVP. Marcus has his. Who's yours? Let us know. At VC on North South on Twitter. Let us know via email at viewerschoicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we would absolutely love to uh, to have uh, your input on things. What what you what you got for me? I just want to uh, do a uh, card uh, recap. We already to did. run through. I know, but like... Go match by match. Sure, sure. Match by match. Uh, so we got MJF Darby Allen. That's good. Watch. Uh, Lucha Brothers and uh, FTR. Watch. Definitely F- watch. FTR is going to go down as one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Definitely watch. Uh, Danielson and Miro. Well, uh, must watch. Must watch. Uh, 
Uh, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus the Super Click. Watch. Definitely watch. Cody Rhodes and Pack versus Mal Black and Andrade. Skip after the entrance. Definitely skip. Britt Baker versus Ty Conte. Skip after the entrances. Same. CM Punk, Eddie Kingston. Must watch. Must watch, holla. Uh, Inner Circle versus uh, Men of the Year American Top Team. Skip that. Definitely skip. And Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega. Must watch. Must watch. You got it. And of course, this is just our recommendations. You don't have to take it as gospel, but we're the ones with the microphones. So we're going to do our thing. And uh, we thank the North-South Connection for allowing us to come here and uh, break these down for you after every WWE, AEW, and NXT pay-per-view. The next time we're going to be here, together is for the Survivor Series. Uh, it's just next week, right? Is it next I week? I think it's next week. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, well, it was fun. So, next week, like, Chris, like Thanksgiving? Or no, the week, it's the 21st. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, we'll be here for that. And then we'll be here for uh, NXT TakeOver War Games mm-hmm. on December 4th. And then TLC... Are we not going to be here on December 4th? I got a town to make that day, brother. Okay, we'll see yeah, what we can do. So I'm sure little... I'm sure there will be a show. We just don't know who's going to be on it. Yeah, we'll do some wrangling. Um, My girlfriend has covered NXT before yeah, for here on Zero's Choice, so okay. uh, we, might get, uh, we might get a good redo on that. So, uh, But thank you guys so much for joining us here on the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.podbean.com. It's your home for this podcast. So many others, including... Um, our AEW podcast, uh, you know what that means, uh, where we break down uh, the happenings of AEW uh, as they take place. Um, but check out everything from top to bottom. Cronoso, uh, Wrestling Warzone, uh, Wrestling Above Replacement, uh, Marcus's show with uh, JT, um, and just many, many other things on the podcast network content dropping practically on the daily uh you can't not get something that you don't enjoy from the north south connection feed uh, available on all your podcatchers of choice Um, if you enjoy what you heard from us here listen to us on our other podcast final wrestling place on uh the soon to be named network soon to be named network.com soon to be named network.tumblr.com's home of Many other podcasts, including Wings on Wings, a podcast about uh, the television show Wings, while they eat different types of uh, sauced chicken wings. And, of course, our wrestling offerings of At Odds with Wrestling, with Joe Sposto and Adam Van, and We Need Wrestling uh, with DJ and Brett. Um, So much to enjoy there. If you're a fan of the North-South Connection, you'll be a fan of the soon-to-be-named network as well. Um, if you want to catch us on social media, you absolutely can. The podcast itself is at VC on North South. For me, it is not the tool man. For Marcus, it's the wrestling speakeasy. If you know, you know. Um, as we said, we will, be ba- we will be back here for Survivor Series. You know, the, the show about brand supremacy. Um, kind of. Wink, mm. wink. Nudge, nudge. But... Uh, uh, bed supremacy. <sighs> I'll be I'll be there in like in like an hour and a half, big dog. So, and 
For Marcus, I'm Tim. This has been Viewer's Choice. And remember, the choice is yours.